Hello and welcome to the Blue Economy Podcast, presented by Rhode Island, the Ocean State. I'm your host, David Hirschman, and on this episode, we're talking about how to build a blue economy ecosystem with the Port of San Diego. Our guests are Port Commissioner Rafael Castellanos and Jason Giffen, the Port's Vice President of Planning, Environment, and Government Relations. The Port of San Diego serves the people of California as a specially created district, balancing multiple uses on 34 miles along San Diego Bay, spanning five cities. The port also recently launched its, its own Blue Economy Incubator initiatives, and Commissioner Castellanos and Jason filled us in on some of the projects that the incubator is currently supporting. Thanks again to the Port of San Diego for joining us, and thank you for tuning in today. As always, we hope you'll subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you're listening. And you can learn more about the show at www.blueeconomypodcast.com or by following us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. And now, here's our interview with Commissioner Rafael Castellanos and Jason Giffen of the Port of San Diego. So uh, welcome to the podcast. Um, you know, we, we want to kind of dive into the Port of San Diego's Blue Economy Incubator and kind of the other Blue Economy efforts. But um, first, let's just kind of start with the basics. Can you tell me a little bit about both of your backgrounds and kind of how you came into your current roles? Maybe uh, Commissioner Castellanos first. Sure. So um, I've been a commissioner at the Port of San Diego for about eight years now. Uh, it's a volunteer political appointment appointed by the San Diego City Council uh, to four-year terms. The port is a trustee for the public. We manage the waterfront around the San Diego Bay. That's about 34 miles of coastline in five different cities, uh, 34,000 acres of land, most of which is submerged, very diverse operations, everything from traditional maritime uh, cargo and cruise ship terminals, boatyards, shipyards, uh, sports and commercial fishing, to hospitality and recreation, convention centers, hotels, marinas, parks and retail centers. So uh, we do our best to uh, optimize all of this public land for the people. And uh, I'm a real estate lawyer uh, by training. That's my day job. And this is what I do uh, as a volunteer activity uh, and civic engagement. Cool. Yeah, and good morning. Jason Giffen, I'm Vice President for Planning, Environment, and Government Relations at the port. And uh, coincidentally, I, I started only about a month before uh, Commissioner Castellanos did. So I've been at the port for about eight years, started my work in the blue economy with in graduate school where I studied uh, international environmental policy where at Middlebury Institute, where now there's the Center for the Blue Economy. And I've just been in land use and environmental work for a, a little over 20 years. Cool. Well, you know, so the, the port is like a, a specially created district serving the, pe the, the people of California. I mean, according, quote unquote, according to the um, the website, you know, I guess what is the port's official role and I guess what's the overarching mission of the port? Sure. So the overarching mission is as a trustee, we have a number of uh, goals under the law, under the Port Act. Uh, you know, we're an economic engine. We contribute over $9 billion a year to the regional economy in San Diego. Uh, commerce, navigation, fishing, environmental stewardship, those are all our main charges. So we're a strategic port. We're one of 17 in the country designated by the Department of Defense. We have a supporting role to the Navy here. This is the primary home uh, port of the Pacific Fleet. Uh, tens of thousands of military personnel around the region. So we're, a, uh, we're an environmental steward, extremely important, and we're an economic engine. Cool. Um, the 
the port established its aquaculture and blue technology program back in 2015 um, in an effort to recognize the vast potential of the blue economy sector and also to highlight Southern California's role as a leader in the space. Um, a year later, the port also established its blue economy incubator. Can you walk us through the kind of the creation of these two initiatives? And, you know, 2016, probably you weren't hearing a whole lot about the blue economy even just five years ago. And so how has that grown? Yeah, well, you know, San Diego, the region actually is one of the largest blue economy clusters in the world, but nobody knows about it or knew about it even here. In 2012, the Workforce Partnership and the San Diego Economic Development Corporation actually did a study uh, about the blue economy, uh, the blue cluster, the blue economy cluster. And so this started to uh, plant the seeds of awareness and excitement, frankly. So the Port of San Diego, we really, uh, really started to believe in this. Uh, the first thing we started to do was really talk about it, right? What is the blue economy? Why is it important? try to elevate the conversation about what it is. Uh, and then we started to do some, some research and some planning with our sister agency, the State Lands Commission, uh, State of California State Lands Commission. Uh, we started to do some marine spatial planning, which is just a fancy way of uh, saying that we started to map um, underneath the water, right? Uh, 3D, trying to identify which areas are suitable for uh, blue technology and aquaculture pursuits. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on out there in the in the ocean and under the water, and everything can, you know, conflict, right? So we had to identify those areas. And then just preaching the gospel more and more. That led to, uh, it went from talking about it, to planning, to action. And the action was the Blue Economy Incubator. So in 2016, we created this incubator to support startup companies in the uh, blue technology and aquaculture space. So we made a commitment of $5 million over five years. Uh, we created a program where uh, startups could apply, give us a business plan. And then we really started focusing on companies that had technologies that would provide an economic and environmental benefit to the Port of San Diego. So we have a number of challenges, right? Uh, we have clean water challenges, clean air challenges, and we're always trying to create jobs. So we've got nine uh, companies that we have selected for the incubator, uh, working on a variety of different things from clean water, clean water um, contamination remediation, uh, marine debris skimming technology, um, we uh, uh, field ready stormwater testing. Um, uh, we're growing shellfish in the bay. We're growing oysters in the bay right now. Seaweed is another demonstration pilot project. And one of the most exciting projects is a shoreline uh, coastal armoring system. That's a living shoreline using bio-enhancing concrete. We can talk more about that here a little bit later, but that was sort of the, the path, if you will, of how we've gotten to where we've gotten. Sure. You know, I, I was looking at all these different projects before um, and they're fascinatingly diverse. You know, I mean, I feel like they're, you know, they're not specifically about shipping and not specifically about, you know, aquaculture. Um, does it give you the opportunity to create synergies between the different kinds of blue economy players, um, you know, within your kind of this ecosystem you're building, I guess? It does. And, and you know, ecosystem is a, is, a, is a good word for it. You know, one of the reasons that we have, uh, have had so much success and there is so much potential for success here is that this region is really known for collaboration. And we have some very strong sectors in this space, the Navy, obviously, uh, and all of the technology that it develops. We have some incredible uh, institutions here, like the Scripps Institute of Oceanography, 
um, we all work together collaboratively to really try to advance the ball in these various ways. You know, uh, uh, biotech is a major industry here. So there's already this very innovative entrepreneurial culture. So when you put all of that together, you have a lot of synergy. Uh, you know, when people think of the blue economy, first of all, they don't even know what that is, right? So it's the ocean economy. But when you think about the, the ocean economy, you think of traditional maritime, shipbuilding, uh, fishing, boatyards. But really what we're trying to look at here is future-facing uh, innovation. So blue tech, uh, underwater robotics, climate and weather observation equipment, uh, environmental remediation technology, and of course, the aquaculture. We import uh, about 90% of all of the seafood that we eat in this country every year. That's about 5 billion pounds uh, of seafood. The vast majority of that is farmed in faraway countries. So if we can create a sustainable aquaculture industry here in the San Diego Bay, we can create food security for our nation. And, you know, a lot of this, uh, this aquaculture has environmental benefits. Shellfish filters gallons and gallons of water every day. Uh, the seaweed serves as a carbon sink. So we can uh, achieve a number of goals and we can work with our partners in the region to uh, be as successful as possible. Jason, any thoughts about that? Yeah, I would just add on, you know, we talk a little bit about the blue economy acting as an ecosystem. And just to dive a little bit deeper into some of the companies in our portfolio, it's really unique in, in the sense that you can't put any of this in a box. That's why we love the term ecosystem, because we're looking at different interactions, both in the Bay, as well as with some of the companies. And so when you look at companies like Ecospheres, which is, has deployed their in situ um, spheres to remove um, contaminants from the sediment, well, they partnered with Zephyr, which was our marine debris company, to actually launch and do um, the deployments. So we're looking at different interactions like that, how we can partner and start growing from some small units in the incubator and grow them out and really have this fantastic diversity of uses in and around our portfolio. When we first started on this journey, we didn't have a predetermined notion in terms of what types of industries and sectors we would go after. We let it grow organically and it's really, really interesting to see what's happening as a result of that. And many times these companies uh, you know, get their inspiration from nature and we're seeing that play out uh, right in San Diego Bay. Have you seen uh, our companies, uh, have you been able to, I guess, attract new companies based on kind of this ecosystem that you're building? Yeah, I think, I think we are. I think as we continue to organically focus on these companies that have these environmental benefits, I think that the marketplace is recognizing that, right? So I want to talk about a, spe uh, a specific project that I'm very excited about right now. It's called um, the company's E-Concrete. Sure. And so they develop this bio-enhancing concrete. They have these uh, concrete units, they're like Lego blocks. They uh, interlock to create a, uh, a system. Each block weighs about three tons. They're huge and they each have a cavity in them. So they essentially create a, an artificial tidal pool system that we can use uh, to uh, uh, replace traditional riprap with along our coastline. Uh, once it's deployed, it starts to create a local ecosystem. So uh, you get all sorts of little uh, marine critters in there, uh, algae, seagrass, uh, sea anemones, barnacles, creates a carbon sink. It's a, a bioskin, uh, if you will, around this concrete. 
And, you know, people really find that exciting. You know, we're creating a living shoreline, green infrastructure. It's a great story, especially right now when we know that we have a major global challenge with climate change. So it, it gets a lot of attention, right? And then with uh, the help of folks like you who can help us, uh, you know, spread the word about this, other companies, other entrepreneurs, they start to take notice. And I think it's really driving more and more interest from that subsector uh, of these companies that are focused on environmental benefits. And, and that's uh, sort of organically exponentially building as far as the interest that we're attracting um, to our incubator. You know, the blue economy has been kind of a known entity in both of our respective home states, you know, us, Rhode Island and you in California uh, for a while, but it seems to be growing in other parts of the country now as well and, and also around the world. Um, what do you think is kind of the driving force behind this growth? I mean, you sort of mentioned that, like, you, you realized that you had kind of a natural resource that you wanted to sort of make more of in San Diego. And we've been doing the same here in Rhode Island, but it seems like there is kind of blue tech hubs are popping up everywhere. Well, I think that there's a recognition around the world that if we're really going to be successful um, in the future, adapting to and meeting the challenge of some of these really, really serious issues like uh, food security, climate change, that we have to look at all of our natural resources and we have to do it in a sustainable way. Uh, The United Nations, as you know, this year just launched their decade of ocean science for sustainable development. Uh, meant to encourage decision makers around the globe to invest in ocean science so that we can tackle these global issues. And I'm, I, I, I couldn't be happier that the Port of San Diego, we've already been doing this now for over half a decade, right? So I'd like to say that we were um, uh, first to the market, if you will, in many respects. Uh, so I think we just need to realize, and the world is starting to realize, uh, the, the business community, the decision makers, our educational institutions, labor, our workforce, that, for example, in the U.S., uh, we're an ocean uh, country, 95,000 acres of coastline uh, in this country, uh, one of the biggest exclusive economic zones in the world. So there is great potential, but we have to do it in a sustainable way. And and that's what we're focused on. And and we, I believe, uh, are really emerging as a leader in this space that can serve as a model. Uh, And, you know, there's a saying in the port business, if you've seen one port You've seen one port and and we're no exception to that. In fact, I think we're the rule. And so when you look at what we're doing, I think that we're doing it in a way that can really uh, set an example for other ports uh, and other incubators and other clusters around the world, all of which are going to innovate in their own ways. Right. And that's a good thing. We can learn from each other. And together, uh, there's an old African proverb. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Right. And so with your help, we can we can spread the word and hopefully we can create more synergy and catalyze uh, all of these initiatives. What do you think are, I guess, some of the qualities that were important in establishing kind of San Diego as a blue tech hub and that could be helpful to other regions that are like looking at their, you know, shoreline and their ocean resources and are like, we not necessarily like we want to get in on this, but, you know, we see an opportunity like and how do we use these resources? Uh, Well, you know, Jason, as a land use and and water planning expert, I think uh, probably has some great insight on this uh, question. Yeah, yeah, thanks very much. I'd be happy to answer that. So when you look at ports, first off, everything we do, uh, public-public or public-private partnerships, so just building off kind of that last conversation, 
courts are a natural kind of leader in this field to identify how can we collaborate and really move things forward. Then when you look at the unique physiography around San Diego Bay, we have everything from traditional armored shorelines of a port and harbor to to beaches and mud flats and other kind of natural areas. So when you look at it, we have this perfect uh, laboratory, if you will, for identifying how we can move forward and really test some extremely innovative ideas with taking the inspiration from nature. The reason the port is here is because of the bay. And when you start looking at what we are stewards of in terms of both economic development as well as environmental stewardship, our success is dependent upon the vibrancy and the health of San Diego Bay and how we how we support everything moving along in a thriving way. And so when you look at what we're developing in San Diego Bay, it's very unique. It's, it's as unique as the... Um, as the environment that we manage here in San Diego. Um, and just like we're a hot spot for biodiversity, we're a hot spot for blue technology. And we're, you're going to see that continue to grow from this small subset of nine companies companion with the traditional maritime industry that we've got here that, uh, that uh, Raphael talked about. But the advantage is we're getting a lot of uh, um, interest, both locally and internationally. Uh, we have companies from... Uh, from Europe, for example, that are a part of our incubator, but also we've got local companies. And the thing that is terrific is we've got sectors which really not just support the blue economy, but they're helping in the deployments. We have local businesses who are, for example, with the concrete example, who are helping actually deploy and install it. And so we've got a both vertical and horizontal integration economically. And then from an environmental standpoint, we have every kind of microenvironment that California has right here in San Diego Bay. So it's really exciting because we've got a little area around San Diego Bay for any type of pilot in, in addition to the nine that we've got already in the portfolio. Do you, do you think there's enough resources out there that are kind of connecting like-minded companies and entrepreneurs with one another to solve kind of ocean related problems? Uh, I, I do. I, I believe so. Uh, look, this country it's an amazing country. My parents uh, are immigrants to this country. It's a, an incredibly rich country, not just from an economic standpoint, but from a natural resources standpoint, an intellectual capital standpoint. And we have everything we need here. We have all of the ingredients for the recipe uh, to really take the blue economy, blue technology, aquaculture uh, into the rest of this century. And I can assure you that uh, some of the technology that we're developing is going to solve some of these issues. Um, something, you know, if you think about what's what's possible, uh, as we all know, there are massive accumulations of plastic debris in our oceans. Massive. Um, it's just it, it boggles the mind how how much pollution exists. We also know that scientists recently discovered uh, bacteria that have enzymes that actually consume. Plastic, bacteria, uh, plastic eating bacteria. Uh, we have the ability to create massive floats with solar arrays with marine plant life and plastic consuming bacteria that could go out into the oceans and start to uh, dissolve that plastic while at the same time creating massive carbon sinks. So, you know, all of these, these ideas that may seem radical. Well, we just landed a rover on Mars that has a helicopter on top of the rover. Uh, I mean, we can do amazing things. Uh, you know, we should put 
uh, NASA in charge of distributing the vaccine around the world, right? I mean, we, we have the, the, the intellectual capital and the, and the resources to solve these problems. And so I truly believe that, yes, the answer is absolutely we can do it. We have everything we need. And but it, it starts in, in, you know, everything you, you have to one of our colleagues, one of my colleagues on the commission uh, says you, you have to uh, uh, think global and act local. Right. So, you know, that's what we're doing here. I guess, you know, you mentioned a bunch of different kind of problems that are have the potential to be solved soon. You know, I guess what what aspect of the blue economy excites you the most or is there like kind of a discovery or an invention or a solution to a problem that you are particularly excited uh, to see over the next you know, five, 10 years? Well, I just mentioned one that I think is a, a very important, right, is, is is pollution. And a number of our pilot projects are focused on uh, remediation uh, of, of contamination in the water, in the sediment. Um, Jason, I'm sure, uh, spends a lot of time thinking about this. And as a generalist, I'm sure he's got some really, really cool ideas. Anything you're thinking of there, Jason? Yeah, right. So we've mentioned uh, on the topic of pollution, we have a company we've partnered with, which is French Sense, which is a five-in-one mobile lab testing um, kit. So we have a lot of uh, urban areas and we uh, have to focus on monitoring stormwater runoff and other things like that. And we, and, and we participate and we do all the required testing, but oftentimes it requires taking those results back to a lab. And so what Fred Sense is looking at doing is having a mobile test kit where we could actually in the field, do a quick test, test for critical metals and other things that might be in the runoff and be able to put into practice immediately best management practices or changes where we could identify if we have a source problem and nip it right in the bud, as opposed to waiting for a lab analysis to come out. So it's that type of quick response, which uh, changes the role. We're no longer just taking from the environment, but it's symbiotic going back and forth in terms of we're relying like we should be on San Diego Bay in this stewardship role, uh, where it's really a balance between uh, the anthropogenic uses of the bay, as well as the natural uses of the bay. And we've been very deliberate in terms of talking about this in ecological terms. It is a modified human-influenced bay now. And so we we acknowledge that. And so all these different companies that we're partnering with, we're really looking at not just singular outcomes, but what are all the multiple co-benefits? And they're the types of solutions that we're really interested in looking at. And looking towards the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, as an example, helps us kind of think about, well, amongst the United Nations 17 Sustainable Development Goals, which ones are most applicable uh, to different companies and problems we're trying to solve. So we're really looking at it from that triple bottom line standpoint in terms of helping the economy and the environment, as well as our local communities. That's really great. Um, Well, so we're just about out of time. Is there anything that we haven't hit that you'd like to cover? Well, I'd just like to say that what's so exciting about this space is the the that there are no bounds, right? We can really let our imaginations run wild. And when you think about little kids today as they think about career paths, you know, I grew up when I was a kid, everybody wanted to be a firefighter or a cop or um, a doctor or a lawyer. Uh, but the jobs of the future related to the blue economy, you know, we could have a marine spatial planners, underwater robotics technicians, aqua farmers, and other blue jobs that we 
can't even think of right now that are yet to be invented and created. That's exciting. And uh, just like the Santa Clara Valley came to be known as the Silicon Valley, the San Diego Bay is becoming the Blue Technology Bay. And so I'm really excited about that. That's happening. And I, um, I'm looking forward to collaborating with uh, folks all around the globe. And uh, any thoughts, Jason? Not really that can top that. We love that. We love the uh, tagline Blue Technology Bay. And, uh, you know, we're, we're only five years into this incubator experiment, but um, partnering with some key projects as well as some initial catalysts for funding, um, I think uh, the sky's the limit, or I guess the ocean is the depths. <laughs> Are there any uh, particular partners that you're looking to to attract or anybody, you know, or any specific needs, I guess, going into the next few years? Well, what I would really like to see created at the Port of San Diego and uh, during my current four-year term as a commissioner is the creation of a, a Port of San Diego uh, Blue Economy Center of Excellence, an actual facility right on the waterfront that has access to the water uh, and uh, land side uh, infrastructure and facilities that can be used as a co-location space for our startup companies so they can test their technologies. And so that requires capital. Everything we do is a public-private partnership, as Jason said. We don't uh, collect any taxes at the Port of San Diego. We're a completely uh, self-sustaining agency. So to the extent that we can attract capital and partnership from the private sector together with uh, our uh, educational institutions, our research institutions. Uh, I I would like to see uh, the attraction of just more horsepower, right? So that we can do bigger and bigger things. And so uh, Port of San Diego, Blue Economy Center of Excellence, that's what I would like to see. Uh, That is part of my vision. And we can do that uh, with all the right partners. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us. It was a pleasure, it was really fascinating. Thank you so much. Um, And thank you for your interest. And thank you for helping us spread the blue economy gospel. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Blue Economy Podcast presented by Rhode Island, the Ocean State. And thanks again to Rafael Castellanos and Jason Giffen of the Port of San Diego for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to learn more about us, catch up on past episodes or shoot us a note with your comments, head to www.blueeconomypodcast.com or look us up on Twitter, Facebook or LinkedIn. From beautiful Providence, Rhode Island, I'm your host, David Hirschman. Thanks for listening.